Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. You are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. <laughs> I don't know why it is so strange being in a different studio. Everything feels weird. Everything sounds weird. Yeah, and like we're looking at each other from a different angle. Yeah. Uh, Like the way this room's designed, I don't know what these chairs are doing here. I don't know where to put them. Like you have a weird echo in your voice right Right? now. All right. I thought it was just me. Is it bouncing off the wall? Let me try something. Hold on one second. Is that better? It's still echoey. It's still... How is it that we're in a radio station and the room is echoey? Yeah, is it this room? Is it this mic? Is it me? Am I talking in echoes? Echoes? Do you want to try the other microphone? Yeah, sure. What the hell? All right, let's try that one. This is uh, this, this is how we flush things out. Instead of actually worrying about it before we start the megacast, let's try and figure this out. All right. All right, I have no headphones. Oh. <laughs> I have no headphones, so I have no idea what's going on now. You sound so much better on that one. Do I? All right. Yeah. You sound more crisp. Oh, God. I don't know if my headphones are going to stretch over here. Yeah, let's see. There we go. All right. All right. <laughs> it's funny. Right before we started, I said, yeah, that, now I sound a little bit more normal. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess whenever we have a guest, they're going to be in the echo chamber. In the echo chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Right before we started, I was like, Steve, this might be a weird one for me. And he was like, all right. And then, yeah, it started with an echo. Everything started weird. Yeah. We're, we're broadcasting out of our sister station, Hot 1037 Studios, because, well, Geek Nation has taken over the production rooms of uh, the KSW production rooms. It's like they're broadcasting or podcasting almost like every day. Yeah. And we wanted to start doing this on Wednesdays as opposed to Mondays. And so this is the only way we can make it happen. So if things sound a little bit weird, they sound weird for us as well. We'll get used to it. We'll all work together and make this happen. Yeah, we'll get through it. Yeah. The Megacast just doesn't have the clout of the uh, of the geeks, of the nerds. No. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> just turned into Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. That's how I always say it. Yeah. And I don't really have a beef with nerds. It's no. really just with Rev. Yeah, it's just to piss him off. Yeah, it's like me and Mike Hawk. That's always our big joke. He'll be like, you know who's in there right now? I'll be like, nerds. Nerds. The damn lambdas, aren't they? <laughs> the tri-lambs? This mess. The tri-lambs, that's yeah, right. I remember, I remember the sad parts of that movie. Are we uh, the Alpha Omegas? Oh, yeah, let's be the Alpha Omegas. Right. We don't. Is it Alpha Omega? Alpha Betas. Alpha Betas? And then the Omega Moods were the chicks. Because it's right. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. The Omega Moods. Remember that song? No. Ah, oh! sorry, Steve. You lost me right there. We might have to get ten to the to the Revenge of the Nerd song. You don't remember like the big part where he's playing that? Din, 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 din. Like at the end? Yeah. When they're doing the stage show? Yeah. And Lamar so I remember comes the out. scene, but I don't remember the uh, the lyrics. Ah, oh, I used to know the whole song. Kind of like that movie. <laughs> All right, so we'll set a date and we'll go uh, watch that movie, Steve. Sick. Right? 
<laughs> so today we're going to talk a little bit about pain in the grass. I want to know why you're in a funk. Uh, right. We also have our buddy Levi in uh, from Lion Pride Music. Unfortunately, it's not in. He's not coming in for fun party stuff. It's uh, some stuff that's hitting near and dear to his home and and turned to ours because of all the wildfires. His brother was one of the firefighters that was burned by the the the, the wildfires. He's still alive, but he's struggling. So Jeez. yeah. So we'll we'll have Levi on to talk about how we can help, how the mega family can help out uh, because he's a great guy. He's always done great things for us to make sure that we get to and from Spokane safely. And otherwise, he's just a good dude. So Yeah, always yeah. a nice guy, too. So, you know, why don't we get our push-ups out of the way? All I, right. Because we got to figure out how to work this in the studio because you're surrounded by chairs. Here, I'll move this chair. All right. All right, now we got a little bit more room. We might butt heads on this one, like phys- like physically butt heads, not like in like a argument way. Yeah, I feel like we're just going to be staring at each other now doing push-ups, like <laughs> eye <gonna> contact. <laughs> All right. Let's Just a couple this. guys doing push-ups. Did we ever do 10 at all on Sunday? No. No, we didn't, did we? And you know, I feel bad because there, a, 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 there was a mega family member in the... I was walking through the lawn, and he hit me up. He's like, we're talking and we're hanging out. And he's like, hey, man, we should get 10 right now. And it was a minute I was like, yeah. Then I started thinking about it. I'm like, there's a lot of like drunk people, and there's pits going on. I don't really want to risk it. <laughs> I was like, um, you know, maybe this isn't the right place to do it because we're right in the middle of the lawn. And I apologize to the mega family for turning him down, but I just felt like this is a weird place to do it. Plus, that lawn was more pat. Well, we'll get there, but yeah. that was more people in the lawn than I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it was, it was for insane. any show. It was insane. Yeah. So uh, let's get the, the the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. I figure, what better way to do uh, getting ten than to have a little music from a band that was at Pain in the Grass, and that would be. Lamb of God? Theory of a Dead Man. Oh, nice! All right, so let's get 10, Mega Family, and then maybe we can get things going properly. Here we go, 10. Good. I do feel better. That actually did help wake me up a little bit. Somebody gave me that lyric wrong once, and I was like, oh yeah, she's making cheddar cheese. Of course, a bad girlfriend's gonna make you some cheddar cheese. Man, we always interview Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah. Tyler is an attractive man. Ladies love Tyler. Oh, so I had, much. Any female that I talk to at Pain in the Grass, all, like 80% of them are like, have you met Tyler from uh, Theory of a Dead Man? I'm like, well, I haven't met him today, but I've met him before. You met him before? I was like, yeah, yeah. Is he cool? Like, yeah, he is actually really nice. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, he's, that's what's so funny about it. It's like, he's a good looking dude. All the women like him or love him. He's a rock star. Right, so you kind of want to not like him, but right. then when you talk to him, like he's just a down to earth kind of chill dude. You're like, all right, he's super chill. Like, yeah. there's nothing like, there's nothing extreme about him at all until he goes up on stage. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty awesome, dude. There was another band. Forget the name of it. They weren't as big as Theory of a Dead Man, but their lead singer, same thing. Like, super nice guy, and he played like uh, Holiday Hangover Balls or something back in the day for us. Oh. But I just remember, like, every time I'd post a picture or whatever, there'd be all all kinds of girls. Like, how did you know him? Like, how did, and it's like, Jesus. Like, I just met him backstage. He was a nice dude. We took a picture. It's like all the, the lead singers, man. Like, even the lead singer of uh, Like a Storm uh, interviewed those guys. And they were, like, New Zealanders. So he's already got the accent. That already makes it, like, he's got the women right from that. 
He's got the sweet hair. It's all spiked up and looking cool. He's a handsome dude, and he's got good pipes. Yeah. He's got it going on. Dude, we announced like a storm. Yeah, on the second on the uh, second century stage. Yeah, and I liked like That's right a, at, another century. Another stage. century. Sorry, sorry. Uh, God damn it! Uh, right as we're like we announced him, we're coming down the ramp. I like he was just there like fist pumping us, and I yeah. was like, all right, cool. Those guys were a lot of fun. I did an interview with them, and it just went down a weird road of just we talk about hair. I, very a lot of weird sexual innuendos that I might have started, and they just kind of picked the the ball and just ran with. But they were funny dudes; like they were just good, good, lighthearted guys. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, everybody was real chill on Sunday. Oh, and everybody on that on the another century stage was just awesome. Like all the bands, the people behind the scenes, it was so much less stressful than the main stage. And we do have to talk about the awkward ending of our night. Yeah, hundred percent. At some point. So, but why don't we get to this? Because you know, I can't do a mega cast without getting some motivational and inspirational words from my buddy D. Ted Smith Ted Talks starring D. Ted Smith Steve the Ted Talk this week is something very real in my life right now that is fear okay as I descend into the desert for a week next week that's, oh my god that's next Burning week Man, that is I leave Saturday oh uh, wow I would be lying if I didn't say fear has been a part of it now when fear affects you there's many different things you can do for me, I think the simplest things is you just got to stare it down. You got to uh, uh, you got to take action. You know what I mean? I was starting to worry about this and that, so it's like, all right. Last week I ordered a bunch of extra stuff, and you know, extra just, like what, like food, like and- right, like a crazy ass uh, Yeti cooler, so I could keep like actual cold beers in the desert. Nice, like a light up jacket, like just just extra little things, like a couple masks. I went out and bought this crazy. Uh, Jacket at a thrift store and stuff, but, but my point being is just like so all the essentials to survive. You know, a furry yeah. jacket, a light up jacket, and, <laughs> and a, a cooler, cooler for your beer. For my beer, right? I get it. No, that's I think you know anybody would do that when they're in uh, survival mode. Yeah, and at the end of the day, man, whether it's fear or, or joy, whatever the emotion is, man, like uh, as your thoughts go, so goes the man. You know, so you just got to be. You know, just stay positive and, uh, you know, face what's coming to you and, and go do it. Put the best foot forward. Yeah, man. Put the best foot fort forward. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think a lot of times, you know, it, it can it can, it can can manifest in, in people's uh, personal relationships or, mm-hmm. you know, what have you. But, you know, I, and you're married. I'm sure you know this. Yeah. If you got to go home and talk to your wife, if you go in there looking for a fight, you're probably going to find a fight. Yes. If you go in there just going, all right, I'm going to listen to her, see what she has to say, it probably works out a lot better. My wife woke me up one day, not like actually like, hey, wake up. Like, but Get woke, up, Steve. Wake up. She woke me up like in a, in a in like a spiritual sense, I guess, because I was just in a bad mood for a while and anything she would bring up that wasn't easy for me to digest, I would immediately get annoyed. And yeah. she just kind of pulled me a sense. She was like, I just feel like I annoy you all the time. And I'm like, no. And then I started thinking about it and I'm like, gosh, I am I am exuding that. I don't yeah. mean it. I'm not trying to be that way. She's in the last the last person in the world that annoys me, but because she's on the front line of defense around me all the time, me being annoyed about whatever else it is in my life was kind of bleeding through anytime she wanted to talk about something that wasn't a simple conversation. So I have to remind myself now, like, I mean, there's a still, I still battle it. I mean, there's still times where I'm sure. like, I just want to just shut her down. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm not in the mood to talk. I just want to watch wrestling, but I'm realizing, is it really that important? Like if the way the options is what's on TV more important than what's going on in my world. And no, it's not. So, okay. Sting is making an appearance. That is cool. 
but I can always rewatch it. I need to focus on my wife because she's the most important thing in my world. Besides Lulu, of course. Yeah. And Ted. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. Yeah. Yeah, she's number yeah. three. And like you're saying, like everybody has bad times. Yeah. And I'm sure you can hear it in my voice right now. Like I wrote these thoughts down. I know they're good thoughts, but even for me, I kind of remind them. <laughs> like I go through periods where I go, hey, man, you got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you got you to gotta change some of the things about yourself because, you know, it, you know, and I've, I've been working on that, you know, a lot in the last year and a half. But, you know, the, yeah, they're still going to have those times. You know, you're still human. You still have emotions. And I'm, I'm, I spend a lot of time listening to this podcast because I drive a lot. I've been listening to uh, Tim Ferriss, who's the guy, you know, you know oh, him. Four Hour Body. Four, four Hour Body, Four Hour, what, four, like four hour work, work Week. Week, all those. And then he also has a great podcast, writes great blogs. And he interviews a lot of interesting people. People who I don't even know who the F they are most of the time. But most right. recently he interviewed, uh, was it Robert Rodriguez, the director? Okay. Either Robert or Richard. I'm sorry if I get it wrong. I think Robert. I think it's Robert. And uh, he also now runs that El Rey Network, and he's done stuff with Tarantino. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. And I really enjoyed listening to the interview because it was about creativity and not letting fear get in the way of your creativity. Uh, and a lot of times when he's done past films, he liked working on a small budget because the small budget forced him not to be able to do the things that he a big budget could and and made him him and his crew be more creative to make the things that happen in the films more interesting, if that makes sense. That's pretty cool. It was, dude, I'm not even done listening to the whole podcast. It's like a two-hour long interview, but I'm about 40 minutes into it, and I just kept listening. I'm like, whoa, that's right. And he keeps a... I, I can't, I'm just going, going off base of what you're talking about now, because I'm just now going down this rabbit hole of Robert Rodriguez, but he keeps a journal every day. And I'm starting to think about doing that myself. Dude, I try, but I'm only... I, I'm just not good at it. Do you write it on a piece of paper, or you write... Oh, no, it? I have a journal. Okay, so you're not typing it. No. Okay, he's typing them. And, oh. if he's, and I was like, well, that's interesting. And then he brings up a point that he's typing them because he will go back and reference things. So like, if his family is like, hey, we want to go camping, and he's like, oh, let me go back into my Word file, search camping. Oh, we did that five years ago. Remember when we talked about this? We talked about that. And they're all like, oh, maybe we don't need to go camping now. We just relived it. It was kind of funny to hear. But huh. the reason why he's doing that is that he says in, in life... You think you're going to remember so many great things that happened to you, but you're not. It's just over no. time. You just, I mean, we've had so many great memories. More often than not, I don't even remember most of them. And it's not because we were, well, okay, maybe we were a little induced by alcohol, but you know, <laughs> we don't remember them. It would be great to keep a record of these things for not incriminating purposes, but just like, oh yeah, that was pretty awesome that five years ago we went to Tacoma and we did this and, and this is what happened. I totally forgot about that awesome story. Yeah, and so and you're right. Some of them, I mean, they're just you just forget about them, right? And some of them are great memories, but we forget. Yeah, I'm always shocked too. Sometimes I'll meet a listener and be like, "Remember we were doing this?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, that was awesome." Yes, I completely forgot about that. I had a guy just the other day. Uh, speaking of wildfires, uh, he just emailed me and said he's going in with his crew uh, to go help fight the fires, part of the National Guard. And he's hoping I could pray for him and, and bring him, maybe, you know, think about him when I'm at church and all that kind of stuff. But he mentioned, hey, I, I, you probably don't remember me, but, and I'm like, my first instinct is, you're right, I won't remember you because my memory's just been overloaded. Uh, but it was, I met him at the Seahawks rally parade for the Super Bowl, and we talked about hockey, and I do remember that. And I was so pumped. I'm like, I remember you. Nice. It was pretty awesome. 
So, sorry, I just completely went down a whole different road. No, no, no. That's yeah. what we were talking about. Yeah, so when we come back... Boom. Oh, segment done. Segment is done, and when we get back, we're going to get a little serious on the Megacast. You know, right. Sometimes we All talk right. about some serious stuff, but we're talking with one of our favorite people, and that's Levi Lyon from Lion Pride Music. His brother, unfortunately, is one of the casualties of what's happening in the wildfires is severely Terrible burned. Stuff. It's awful, and uh, we're going to talk to Levi about that and whatever else we wind up talking with Levi. He's always a great guy to talk to, but uh, uh, like I mentioned, it's going to get a little bit serious, but I think it's important because it's it's, it's hitting home for many people uh, what's going on in eastern Washington. Yeah. All right, so when the Megacast returns, hopefully I hit the button right. We'll be back with Levi. Kick the dust up. Don't come on me. Crap. Sorry. That didn't sound right. I should go. The Megacast will be back. Kick it. We go away. Have you been caught in the Ashley Madison hack? Afraid that you might be? Stop sweating bullets on your way home from work and log on to the new AshleyMadisonExcuse.com. Register today and get excuses like... Honey, I only did it to see if you were on there. I just missed you and you've been so distant lately. I love you. I signed up as part of a research project for school. Uh, By the way, I went back to college. Hey, baby, I thought it was a lingerie site. I was just trying to buy you something nice, that's all. All we need is your email and credit card information on our 100% secure network. (laughs) Hey, at least I'm not Jared Fogle, okay? That one will definitely work. AshleyMadisonExcuse.com These guys will keep you cool for the summer while keeping me hot and bothered. The Megacast is back. We're cool for the summer. Nothing wrong with a little Demi Lovato, huh? <laughs> I didn't know cast. who that was, yeah. but I kind of like that one. That song's getting played massively on uh, the WWE right now. It's like the theme song for SummerSlam. I can never decide if that chick's hot or not. It depends. Like when she's all done up and she has like tattoos, she looks hot. When but she talks, her, she gets I'm... not hot, though. Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> 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 hey, welcome uh, to the show. We got Levi Lyon. What's up, brother? Hey, guys. I'm, I'm winded here. I'm catching my breath still. I was uh, racing up the elevator and the stairs with a bunch of bunch of goodies for yeah, you guys. Let's start with the fun stuff first. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you end up bringing us? A bunch of, a bunch of cool swag from... Uh, from the Mad Dabbler, uh, Glass Company, and Clear Choice Cannabis. Oh, boy. Clear Choice Cannabis. Yeah, these, these guys got golf towels. They, that shop is awesome. Clear Choice Cannabis. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Here, we make sure we get you on that microphone. That way we, you can tell, tell us what, what's in the goodie bags, man. This is awesome. Golf towels. They got the, uh, the grinders here. Some of the top cut. 
got the, checked out these new beer mugs they got. <laughs> That's like a pitcher, man. Yeah. Oh, and that looks. That is pretty damn. That's awesome. got to be a the mad beer. dabbler. Yeah. Not, not, not like it's like a, a Heisenberg looking. <laughs> it looks like a, a stoned version of uh, Heisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Not That's like, awesome. Not like a cannabis company bringing you something to drink out of, right? Right. <laughs> That's their competition, that man. Is, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And please yeah. tell the Mad Dabbler and uh, of course all the fellows over at Clear Choice Cannabis. We love those guys. Those yeah. guys are always. We've had them on the on the Megacast before. Yeah, absolutely. Talking absolutely. about all the craziness. So, uh, we got to talk though about something like we mentioned right before we went to the break that um, this is not going to be our usual lighthearted segment. But you know, you're always a great guy to have on. And I saw your Facebook post. Yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. And man, like this wildfire stuff has already been kind of devastating to read about and hear about, like just as an outsider. But when you realize, oh, I'm two degrees of a separation away from it, from a good friend like yourself, and it's your brother that is a firefighter, and he's currently in the hospital because of all the burns that he received. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it, it hits home. I mean, holy smokes, it's... uh yeah. Yeah, it is. It, you, you don't realize you hear about all these forest fires burning and uh and uh people losing their homes and uh it's all over the news and media. Uh and uh and you just kind of ignore it, you know, you're doing the everyday life and then all of a sudden yeah, it hits home and then uh you realize holy holy smokes, you know, there's people are are losing their property, losing their land. There's uh lots of really good people out there fighting yeah. these fires, right? Uh, that are uh, risking their lives. To put I mean, they're bringing on. people in from other countries now to help out in Australia, and and it's. Yeah. I will say this: like, I think for a lot of people, it's hard to fathom the destruction those fires have. Right. You know, if you've never been over to the east side, or or I don't know, even Alaska. I mean, there, there's a ton of the west right now that's burning with wildfires, and it's just it's devastating. You see it on TV. It doesn't. It's it's almost like I think we've been so desensitized because of movies and. News. It's like you see it, but you're like, oh, okay, this is a bummer. But when you hear that people's houses are just going down in flames and people are watching their houses going down in flames. But I mean, and, and your brother, how long ago did he go over there to help fight these fires? Yeah, he's been over there for a few weeks. Um, but of course, last Wednesday uh, was the Twisp fire. That's where he was. He was over fighting fires in Twisp, which is kind of like north Kind of central Washington, uh, over by like Chelan over there, uh-huh. and so so kind of north central Washington, and uh, and yeah, this, so they were they were over there. Uh, yeah, people's homes are getting burned up over there, right? I mean, I was getting pictures of some friends that are growing over there, right? And there's they're like, they're like our our grows are gonna oh, go down, <laughs> and the birds are really stoned now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but they, you know, oh my gosh, man, I didn't think about that doing that, and 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 so uh, so, oh yeah, I get. I mean, the story I got is that uh, you know they're over there. D- digging trenches, right? They're trying to control these burns, um, and then uh, and, and the winds come through, and and all of a sudden, in, 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 a, in a matter of a, just an instant, the flames reverse the other way, right? They're they're coming up the wrong hill, the hill that they're on, and so uh, so yeah. So my brother, with three of my brother's friends, he was in, uh, he was the only survivor out of the three. So big, big, big love and big big uh, ups to you know, the families oh over gosh. there that, that didn't. Get to keep their their, their siblings and the brothers. Those are the ones that were in the the news. I, that when you mentioned Twisp, that was the three firefighters that passed. Yep, yep, exactly. And so your brother was the other one that was in the news about because you know they were talking about the one guy that was severely burned. Yep, and that's my brother. So third degree burn, sixty percent of his body. Wow. Um, been up at ICU up there at Harborview, but uh, some of the best uh, the best care in the world up there at Harborview. When did right? you find out? Um, was it through the news or was it through? It went, yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday evening. My sister in Utah actually saw the saw the clip, knew my brother was up there, yeah. and uh, called my parents before my parents even knew the Forest Service oh. had tried to call my brother. 
uh, or you know they, they they tried to you know reach out to my, my my family to my parents and they you know got a voicemail and so my sister actually called my parents and said hey you know I think that's Daniel up there right wow. and, and and some of his buddies so have you had a chance because uh, I know that you mentioned in your Facebook post that you're not able to visit him inside the hospital right now because of the burns have you had a chance to talk or I mean, you, you go there for family support, right? Yeah. You're up there just to support the family, just uh, hugs and and uh, and yeah. try to try to keep positive, really more than anything, right? Keep everyone's spirits high and whatnot, you know, because the positivity is what gets you through the, the heartache and whatnot. And Absolutely. So, yeah, the, the severity of his burns, you know, it's uh, the risk of infection and stuff. I know they're they're covering them with the there's tons of methods of the pig skin and there's all these these uh, methods that you can do to to help keep the burns from uh, from. And getting worse, right? And try to heal the the skin that's gonna rejuvenate and whatnot. And I'm guessing that's why, like, you can't go in and visit them and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Risk yeah. of infection. Wow. Exactly. And that's, in, I mean, that's just that's just crazy to me. You, you're sitting there fighting the fire, the wind changes, and there's just nowhere to go. Yeah. Yep, yep. You know, and I hear like when we get these emails from listeners that say they're going over there, and you just think, okay, well, we'll talk to you when you get back. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, it's such a a scary thing. I mean, and obviously, you guys are now. I mean, my heart goes out to you and your family. I'll be praying and. Thinking about you guys until, uh, well, for a very long time, but I hope that we keep getting, I mean, has it been promising news? Like what's. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The doctors are saying that he's, you know, he's responding. He's able to do like, uh, 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 write letters. Yes or no. They, you know, they have like, you know, anytime you go to the hospital, you, if, if, if you're able to move your hand to like why or, or yeah. N for no. Right. So he's able to do at least some, some small motor functions like that, you know, as a, um, as he's in and out of, uh. Uh, you know they're drugging him up essentially because of of the deep right. pain and whatnot. Yikes! So there are some some small motor skills there. He's you know right. he's able to respond to, and so um, they they say he's going to make it. He's going to do good, and, and oh, he he's, okay. he's going to full fully recover. So wow. um, uh, thank God, you know, man. Of course, just to keep the infection down. We can't have any visitors up there right now, which which hurts, man. Because I want to see him. I want to be there to physically support him. And, right. Sure. And just only be there just to support the family right now. And yeah, especially like mom. Weeks. I mean, that's yeah. got to be the toughest. You know, just. Yep, yep. And, and the other uh, guys, you have uh, this this the shirt in front of us. It's it's, it's I'm probably gonna butcher the last name of Tom, uh, but it's Tom Zibs Zuski, uh, 20 years old. Andrew Zajac, 26, and Richard Wheeler, 31, were the firefighters that uh, that passed because of uh, of what happened uh, with the wildfires in Twisp. And uh, and Daniel Lyons, your brother, and on. I don't, for people that want to find out, I know I put it up on my Facebook. KSW's put it up on our Facebook. BJ's on his. It's also on the Lion Pride music page. If, if you want to help out and donate, I know I have. Uh, and BJ has as well. If anybody has a couple extra bucks, if not, at least read the story and, and think positive things. Like you said, positivity really does help get us through a lot of these awful situations, um, whether it be somebody who's struggling or somebody who's passed. I think that energy does kind of, it's contagious. 100%. Man, Levi, I feel so. Man, I just feel bad. Yeah. That's a that, that's a tough story. Yeah, it's I really didn't. tough. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're doing a big benefit over there, and uh, it's uh, Wenatchee, I believe, for the for the uh, families that lost their 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 members of their family and whatnot. So okay. so same thing. We'll post up all that up on the on the pages. And Please on, do because we'll share it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to get it up on mine too, in the in the men's room one. Yep, and the Milton uh, Police Department's doing a big thing down. I think at Hagen's down in Milton here he, on Friday. Is he a firefighter for Milton or? Um, he, he he was actually getting ready to go into the police. Uh, he was going to be a, a, a policeman, so he was just killing some time, uh, uh, putting in some extra hours with the with the fire department. Was he a volunteer? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was putting in some hours with uh, the fire with the oh, U.S. Forest man. Service, and so he was actually on his last couple of days. They were gonna, they were getting ready to send some of the crews home, and then, and then of course the fires just got worse. And then, Gosh. So, so yeah, it's just tough. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. I mean, like you said, I, I, I only hope I, no words. I mean, there really yeah, aren't any. Like all the emails, we gotten thousands of emails and and responses. It's comforting knowing that there you got a, a lot of friends and family out there. So just keep the emails coming in and yeah, you know, appreciate everyone's support. Thank you guys all for helping so much. So. It helps. It helps. Even simple comments saying people are thinking about you. I know when like you know, I've lost, you know lost people. We're talking like it's, obviously we haven't lost Daniel, but you know what I mean. Like when you go through tragedy, and you know that people are caring and they they reach out to you. It, it feels good. Man, yep. well, you know we love you. Well, love you guys. Thank <laughs> yeah, you so much. I know. I know. I I'm sorry. I wish I had something better to say. I'm just like, wow, this is it's, it's, it's heavy. It's super heavy, man. Yeah, and I mean, your brother talking about being a public servant, about to be a cop, just says, "Hey, I got some extra time. I'll go help." Yeah, you know that. I mean, that's that's part of the story too with guys and and women like that, man. That that selflessness to go help. Yeah, it's a different level, man. Like I, you, that kind of puts in perspective that first stuff I was talking about and being worried about stupid s in my life right you right know? i think we always we dwell on such little things and then these are those moments that make you realize isn't the big picture like we're worrying yeah. about some stupid stuff in life like the, like this is what's bothering us when there's other things in this world that are way more i mean from the news that happened today with the the the, the reporters that were shot i mean that's that's another thing that, that, that i still can't wrap my head around that just that, that unbelievable it's been a weird day man yeah it definitely has and and i don't you know you hear these stories and stuff, but I mean, obviously, Levi, you you, you know it all too well now. And, and being a friend of yours, just sitting here, just I don't know, it just it just hits you. Yeah, and <laughs> hopefully, people are out there. However, you can help, whether it be helping out Daniel and, and your family, or helping out with like if someone that you know that's close to you, or Red Cross, whatever it may be. I mean, there's a lot of help that needs to happen. And I know on KSW.com we have some information about the wildfires and where you could donate. Like I said, also on our Facebook pages and everywhere else on my blog today, I posted your your post. So if if anybody has any whatever it is, if you can help out even with just a few bucks. Just you can find all the information on our, our website. Yep, and just turn it into a positive. That's what we're, we're looking yep. to do, right? You know, just put some positive time and energy towards doing uh, some good things for some good people. So, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Uh, and, and and you're definitely one of those good people. That, yeah. That's why you know you know we have nothing but love for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, I know. That's what I said. I'm like, I love having Levi on, but this is definitely not the same. <laughs> right. The usual thing, like usually we like let's talk about Hemfest. Let's talk about what's going on with Lion Pride. I mean, obviously you had a. Uh, a crazy time at Hempfest because of the rain. We, we did survive the Hempfest festival. Yeah, yeah. Friday. For those that was, don't know, Levi is one of the main guys behind booking all the bands. Booking all the bands down there. We had a ton of cancellations on fr- on Friday. It was thunderbolts of lightning. Very, very frightening down at the park, dude. It was. I mean, it had it hadn't <laughs> rained or anything forever. Forever. And then Friday night of Hempfest, the skies opened up. There was thunderstorms. I mean, it was I insane. I, I was like, we've had great weather yeah. like way too soon and then all of a sudden yeah oh man <laughs> so we recovered on we dried out on on, on saturday started to kind of unthaw from all the rain and 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 uh, dry out and then sunday was one of those uh typical record-breaking sunday super nice yeah, all the girls are wearing the pasties you know yes. and uh and uh, we, we definitely threw it down. The, the smoke smoke clouds are rolling off uh, the downtown city park there uh, for Hempfest. I know, and I ran into you at uh, at uh, at Pain in the Grass. Pain in the Grass, and I felt, awesome. Hi, man, I felt terrible because I, I talked to Levi before. I'm like, hey, man, I got a p- pair of passes for the barbecue backstage for you because I want to make sure that you could get back there. It'd be great to see you. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until like 
Thankfully, I ran into you, so I was able to give them to you. But he texted me when he I was like, just texted me when you get there. The cell service was without a doubt the worst cell service I've ever experienced in my life. I might as well not have had a cell phone on Sunday. <laughs> and I got your text at like 6 p.m. that said, we're here, even though I already saw you, already gave you the passes. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry. I just got your thing. I had no way to contact when, anybody. When the show started, Aaron Jones and the way are on the stage. Yeah. Me and Steve are sitting side stage, right? Yeah. And Steve goes, oh, you need this list? I'll text it to you. I didn't get it till I got home or something. Like, it never showed up, basically. <laughs> like, after like an hour, I was like, I'm just going to go get my own list because like this isn't coming through. No, there was no way. I, I was like, thank God my wife didn't come. No, that didn't sound right. Thank God. <laughs> thank- <laughs> I would never say that. Thank goodness she did not arrive and she was not there because usually it would be, hey, I got to work till about six ish. I'll text you when I'm done and I'll meet up with you. It would have been no meeting up. <laughs> I didn't. I texted her when I got there. That text never went through until like 6 p.m. So for like six five or six hours like she hadn't heard from me and then i finally sent a text at least in her world from her perspective that said just got here at six right so she's like it took you six seven hours or whatever five or six hours to get the pain in the grass i'm like no there was no cell service i'm really sorry and she's like no i figured as much because you know she's been i mean white rivers always had suspect cell service it was just way worse on sunday because it's a sold out show Seventeen thousand people yeah. It's also funny, like the big tours always pick up somebody that kind of runs their tour. Yeah. So I forget his name, uh, but he's working with Slipknot, right? So he comes out and like he's like, "This is where they're gonna. This is the walkthrough." And I was like, "Yeah." And he just kind of looks at me. He's like, "Ted, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, hey, man. Like I, you know, I'm working with Slipknot." And then he's like, "You seen Levi?" And I was like, "Yeah, actually, I just saw him. Like he's somewhere floating around back here." <laughs> Yeah, you know, the White River Amphitheater does this really good. Yeah. Uh, besides the cell phone service and, of course, the the, the, the drive out of there, right? I mean, that's always a yeah. headache. But I love that venue, though. I love Me that, too, man. I love it's, that theater. It's close for everybody. It's kind of people from Seattle and Tacoma. And it's just, it's, it's you know, it's put, put in a good spot, good location for everybody in the surrounding area to, to show up. I agree. And then with the second stage, that was a nice touch as well. Yeah. Um, any favorite memories from Pain in the Grass for you? pretty much babysitting my crew. I had a bunch of drunk. I had 50 people on our party buses, and of course they were drinking the whole way there, so I turned into a pretty much the grown-up babysitter for that, for, but I had fun at the backstage with uh, Three Days Grace. That was pretty cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. for those that, I mean, we've talked about Levi getting the donkeys to and fro, Spokane, safely, but that, that's something that you do on top of all the music promotion is also you have a couple, of, well, you have three party buses. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so did you have the big the school bus one? Yeah, we had one? the big school bus uh, And one. you had to watch out. Oh, my goodness we had 50, gracious. 50, 50 people on our buses, yeah. So, and then they'd been 50. drinking by the time they showed up, right? So it was just, yeah. People got to go on Facebook. Facebook and like follow Lion Pride music because sometimes I'll see you post something saying, Hey, we're going into Seattle. Who wants to jump on the party bus? You know, what Let's a great, great concept. Just say, I'll get you to where we're going and back. We're going to, you know, wherever, somewhere in Fremont or somewhere here or somewhere there. Jump on the bus. And just know however drunk you get, we'll take care of you. It's yeah. not my favorite, but you know what? We'll do it. But you're not like a t- <laughs> you're not like those cab drivers are like get the hell out, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Well, dude. I mean, our hockey team is a great ringing endorsement. If you could put up with us knuckleheads, I think dude, you could put up with anyone. That's my favorite story. I mean, we're in this parking lot in Spokane, just raging, 
And then, like, Levi, you were so nice, but you're like, dude, it, it's four. You, you guys got to shut <laughs> Turn down. Turn down for what? Yeah, like, <laughs> Turn down for sleep. I was like, you're right, man. <laughs> like, Steve, we got to stop. Like, it, it might not have been, might have been three. Either way, no, it, it was, was wait. It was like 3.30, 4 o'clock. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was late. It felt like the sun might have been coming up, maybe. It could have been. <laughs> well, I remember because I'm like, I'm pretend DJing. I got my phone on shuffle plugged into your stereo system, and I got headphones on that aren't plugged into anything other than my pocket. And I'm just like feeling it. People are bouncing, and then Ted and Levi come over like, man, it's it's almost four. And I look, I go, oh shoot, okay, let's shut it down and just stop the music. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like two hours, and you're like, I gotta pee, man. That was the and other like, one. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we've been in the parking lot for a couple hours already. He's like, yeah, I've been holding this this whole time. I thought we were driving the whole time because <laughs> the place, our our bus was so packed and it was bumping, so people were bouncing like dancing. So I just felt like we were driving because you know, and plus I'm completely wasted. Not, I can't even see straight. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're going. And finally, you're like, we've been parked for two hours. I'm like, I'll be back. <laughs> Just ran right outside and just peed in the lawn. Good times. <laughs> I like that you still peed outside even though yeah. we were at our hotel. Right. <laughs> that was too far of a walk. The song was about to end. I got to pretend I'm DJing, Ted. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone uh, wants interest, uh, any information about the the party buses, just go to your website, uh, which is uh, lionpridemusic.com. Yep, that's it. And yeah. we have phone app now, too, so you can download the Lion Pride Music phone app. Oh, nice. Nope. And that's just on iTunes. Got and... all of our concerts, all Gosh. of our events coming up every time we're taking the buses out. What do you got coming up right now? Oh, gosh. Um, we've got, um, of course, Kid Rock at back of the White River Amphitheater. Uh, Bumber shoots coming up. Uh, Hell, yeah. You going out to Foos? Um, yeah, I think so. That'd be fun. That'd be a good one. It's a mid-September, I think. That's September on 12th, the man. Yeah. I want to yeah. go to that show so bad. I'm not going. No? It's okay. a week after Burning Man. Oh, I was like, Ted, okay, fine. You don't have to go. I didn't. Did I say that aggressively? <laughs> it was like, I didn't My even bad. have a chance to say, maybe we should go, Ted. You're like, I'm not going. I don't care what you want to do, Steve. I'm not going. Steve? Positivity. That's right. Stop <laughs> acting that way, Ted. It's getting negative in here. <laughs> it's your fault. Shooting down my ideas. Uh, what else? Godsmack's coming back to town. That's at Showwear, right? That's at Showwear. Then Five Finger Death Punch is over at Neverett. Ooh, that'll be good. Plus, I mean, you do stuff, a lot of stuff hip-hop-wise as well. I mean, we were talking how you made these goodie bags for, for Summer Jam for Cube. Yeah. And... I was trying, we were trying to make it happen for, for our station, but it just was so last minute that our promotions, they couldn't put it together in time. Yeah. Uh, but you got to talk about the, the goodie bags. How, how stoked were these hip hop artists when you said, here's a goodie bag? They were stoked. I mean, they're like, they're kind of like these ones. I mean, they got a little bit of everything in it, you know, clear choice hooked it up. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, so they, 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 uh, their eyes lit up. They're like, we've never gotten a goodie bag like this before. And same thing with the White River Amphitheater. We just hooked, you know, hooked them up for everybody, you know, yeah. so. Again, spread spread the spread the green love and and have some fun with it. So spread the green love. I love it. <laughs> Two people good. That's a, that's. A, I think good. I feel like that's like that 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 is the aura that you have always been about since I've known you is treating yeah. people good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got the uh, big tour coming up to Vegas. Uh, Vegas is having their second annual uh, uh, Hemp Fest down there. So uh, we've got uh, uh, Tommy Chong's going to be down there for that. Uh, and um, oh, a big hip hop lineup. They always have a good hip hop nice. lineup down there at the Vegas. That'll be the Vegas Convention Center. So Vegas is really going to let it loose. Damn, nice. that's and, good for Nevada. And anybody with right. anybody with a medical card from any other state in the U.S. can show up to Nevada in Vegas and uh, and go get their cannabis. Yeah. Wow, I just read that yesterday. Ted, I'm not going though. Steve's not going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bad callback. <laughs> yeah, I just read a bunch of stuff yesterday that Nevada kind of changed some of their laws, and they're trying they're trying to advance them more and more. But yeah, the the fact that you can roll in with your with your out of state medical and buy is pretty great. Pretty cool. Yeah. Very very cool. <laughs> Levi, we appreciate you swinging by. Um, you like I said, I wish it was I wish it was always under better circumstances. But uh, anything you need from us. 
uh, you know we got much love for you. Not just green love, yeah, but that's right. all color <laughs> <Okay>. love. Yeah, <laughs> love of all colors. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> I don't know where we're going. It's, right. it's a good like, time to take a break. Yeah, a reset. Love of all colors. <laughs> all right, the Mega Cats will return. <laughs> Well, this is heavy and hard. Just how I like my men. Ha, ha. The mega cast will return. Don't you wish there was a way you could connect with your closest friends and family while they were doubled over in pain on the bowl? Well, with the Productive Phone app, you can synchronize your sphincters, and with our patented stall-to-stall periscope feature, you can get each other through even the most intense contractions with HD-quality live commode streaming. Our type and wipe technology is second to none. The Productive Phone app. When you're really ready to go, we'll make it a party. These guys are young and crazy. The Megacast is back. I want to sit out on the porch telling stories about my glory days when I'm pushing 80. How am I ever going to get to be old and wise if I am young and crazy? Oh, wait. The Tech Smith is young and crazy. Not old. White. Steve. Crazy. All right, Ted. Heavy, heavy uh, episode today on the Megacast. Yeah. It's hard to transition. I mean, I've got dumb stories, but I mean, it's it's hard to kind of uh, go into a stupid story about a guy who doesn't leave a tip after hearing what Levi had to talk about. Just, I think we're all hearing some pretty heavy stuff in our lives. Like, it just seems like there's a weird aura. Uh, right now going on yeah i mean i had a, a, a there was a girl that i used to be friends with that uh went to grade school with and stuff and her mother just got buried on monday wow and that was like three months after her father had passed and i want to say that grandmother died in between there and right. just right so and then there's a uh, the, the you know 17 year old kid sitting in, in the men's room office when we took a little break there Right, we had to bring Levi down to go meet up with one of our salespeople. Right, and the kids obviously uh, got some disabilities and whatnot, and just kind of—I don't know, man. Like I just—although like, there was an epic moment there because the, the kids obviously a huge fan of the men's room, yeah. and so I'm talking. I think that was his dad, or his, I think it's his brother. Brother, okay. And so Ben's like, "Oh yeah, it's, I'm not sure if he's a fan of the men's room of the morning show," and the brother didn't know, so. You're the 17 year olds in your office and and Ben's like, Hey man, are you a fan of the morning show? And he doesn't even turn around because he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And you just hear him go, No. And yeah. I'm like, All right. Me neither. That was that was funny. Yeah. It was funny. Well, right. And he's gonna give you an honest answer. Right. I I, I looked at Ben, I go, You already knew the answer. You were just setting me up for failure, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, right. So then right, then we came back in here and it's like, look, I it's the mega cast. I wanna make the I wanna entertain the mega family and make them laugh, but I don't know. Just what a weird morning. I mean, just getting hit with a real dose of reality. 
I almost feel like a little bitch for kind of right. bitching earlier about being scared of like fun stuff I'm going to go do because it's different and outside my comfort right. zone. Oh, Ted's going to Burning Man. Where yeah. I get you. Like in yeah, exactly. Same every morning I wake up and I'm like, why am I in such a bad mood about whatever? And and these are those moments in life where I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to wrap my head around these moments. I just know that maybe these moments are here to keep us grounded and keep us keep things in perspective that, you know what? We're all getting all worked up over some stupid S in life. And there are people out there dealing with some real S and still being able to put their best foot forward. And Levi, a great example of that his brother's in yeah. the hospital and the man is smiling. The man is trying to bring, he brought us gifts. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. That the role should have been reversed. You know what I mean? Like he's bringing us joy and he's the one that it's just, it, it, it really wakes you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it it does. And it, it allows you to see what else is going on. And I mean, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, I don't know, I'm going to be real personal here, but like, go some, for it. you know, I try to, I, I, I try to think of myself as a giving person and, and helping others and, and being cool with people. But then, you know, you see stuff like this and it's like, maybe I'm just more selfish than I even think. Cause I just worry about taking care of me or worried about some stress at work or this and that, right. you know? And it's like, man, it's work, you know, at the end of the right. day, like it's not, you know, and I mean that for everybody. Like the, you know, these are simple little stresses that I have. And Levi's brother sitting in the hospital getting skin skin grafts, right? Because he, he was out there, right? Because he was out there doing a real public service and trying to protect others that we just gloss over every day. You yeah, know I mean, I'm, I'm, I think we could all at some point, And if you aren't one of those people, more power to you. I think you might be lying to us, but you know. More often than not, we just see those stories in the news. It's like, oh, that's a bummer. And then we just keep moving on in our day. Like yesterday, sure. my wife sent me a text and says, hey, should we donate some money to the wildfire stuff? And my initial reaction, and I'm not even, I'm, I'll be honest, my initial reaction was, what the hell? We got enough bills. We got enough problems. Like, like I got real selfish. And I, yeah. I, and I was about to text her saying, I don't know if we have the cash right now. And we do. We don't. We don't need to save everything and put things aside and buy stupid S all the time. So thankfully I had a moment of clarity. And this is before I knew even what was going on with Levi. I didn't find out until later on yesterday about this uh, when I texted you to tell you he was going to swing by. And I finally was just like, yeah, actually we should. You're the one that's thinking selflessly. And I'm the one that's being an idiot that wants to just worry about our own bank account. Yeah, send some money. Send as much as you think we should send. You you look at my bank statements more than I do. And then after I already agreed to that, then I see what happened with Levi and I'm like, "Well, I'm I got to donate. He's he's like a brother to us." And so, you know, I mean, like those kind of things. I I I struggle with it as well. I I sometimes worry that I'm I, I like to think that I'm a very giving person, but maybe I'm not as much as yeah. as I like to think I am. Yeah. It's a harsh reality, man. It is. Yeah, and I mean, I know <laughs> I mean, I know with our jobs, you know, on the radio and stuff, like, obviously we help people through some of their tough times too, but it's like, I don't know. Like, should I, you know, like, we help I'm people saying, by being just goofs, you know what right. I mean? Like, and we it's help, so awesome. It's a mental release, but yeah, it's like nice yeah. that the residual effect of what we do is positivity for other people. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's like, there are other people doing things that actually are doing consciously doing things for the good you know right exactly and it's not their job it's like this is just what they're and it's crazy it's you know I, it, it, it's a tough one to even kind of think about because yeah like I, i'm the same way i go home and i'm like uh this 
this person pissed me off or oh, I'm not getting the respect I deserve in this situation. And then I realized, <laughs> right? what am I talking about, man? I got a good life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do it all the time. I mean, for years I've been like, oh, I should go volunteer at this place or that place. But it's like, I don't want to get up on Saturday mornings. I like sleeping in. Right. And it's like, would it really be that hard to give up one Saturday morning a month and go do something? Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was just, I don't know. I just kind of, just listening to Levi and, and talking to that kid over there, I was like, just kind of felt like a jackass. Yeah. Seriously. No, I hear you, man. You know? and, and that's a, that's a how's that, how do I even phrase this, but without it sounds stupid and like, but I think the fact that you recognize that you feel like a jackass means that there's hope. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I, so. I feel the same way. Like, I mean, I'm like, you know, I, met, I ran into someone at the pain in the grass and she, after talking to her and her husband, I believe it was, she grabs me as he walked away and just looks me in the eye and goes, you're a genuinely nice person. And that was without a doubt, the greatest compliment I've ever received from a listener. Like it was, nice. it, it, it felt great. But then it's like, am I, then you start questioning, am I really, or am I just putting up some kind of like facade? And it's like, why am I, I'm already self-destructing something that was nice. And I can't even just accept it as being a nice thing. Like I'm already like, no, I'm not. I'm a bad person. (laughs) So, I mean, dude, I think you're a great man. I think that the fact that you recognize that, you know, we can all improve and strive to be better human beings is, is, is that's, that's what we all hope for. I think, you know, I mean, so long as you keep thinking, you know what, I could be better. And whether it be serious stuff like what we're internalizing right now or, you know, fun stuff, as long as we're always, I think you and I are very similar that we're striving to be better person all the time. Yeah. And are we succeeding? I don't know. No. And there's, there's going to be slip ups along that journey. Yeah. I mean, I look back on some of the ways I've been over the years and some of the ways I've, I've gotten, I've reacted, maybe like a, a jerk of a listeners come up to me and I've put them in their place and I look back on it now and I'm like, why did I get to that point? Like, yeah, they were drunk. Yeah. I mean, right. There's there's instances like that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. You think about maybe some of the interactions with women. It's oh, like, don't even go there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. What is happening to us right now, Ted? I don't know. Are we going to should we call all of our past relationships and apologize? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> not all of them deserve it. Not all some of them, them are bitches it. and they, they know it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That just that was just that was just a heavy that was yeah. just a heavy morning. Wasn't expecting it. No. It just kind of caught me off guard. And it all started this morning with the, the, for me, man, that story freaked me the F out. The the, the former newscaster that decided to. Jesus, yeah. Like when, you know, when our show ended, we got more information. It was so weird because it was like, we're in the middle of a topic this morning about, I played, I'll play the audio for you. Just here's a moment of levity. So yesterday, you know, I'm, I'm screwing with Vicky because, you know, she's just sitting there knee deep in whatever she's doing. She looks serious. So I'm like, I'm going to film her and get her natural reaction when I blow ass. All right. And I filmed it and I put it up on Twitter and uh, this is what it sounded like. So we played this this morning, and we were talking about the way. That's a nice reaction to getting farted on. I was like, that. I'm I'm used to my wife getting mad. Yeah, I would have been mad, Steve. Right. I waited for BJ to leave. I knew that was a smart move on my part. But yeah, yesterday we were on a walk around our neighborhood, and I kept farting. My wife kept getting more and more mad at me. I'm like, it's either in here, it's either in outside in the fresh air, or it's inside our house. I figured, yeah, outside's better, right? Um, so we're talking about that, and we go into a, a topic of you know how do you screw with your coworkers, which is not 
normal. It's a normal, lighthearted, fun topic. You know, people, everyone's got funny stories, right? One yeah. guy had a great story. I guess he works in some kind of a place, probably like a bedding place where there's pillows and he hid in the bo- the bin of pillows. And when his coworker put another pillow in that bin, he reached his hand out and grabbed it. Nice. And it's like, that's funny. Yeah. But in lieu of what happened when more news came out about the fact that it was a former coworker, it's like, are you kidding me? The one day where we do a stupid topic about... You know, right. dump, something like this tragic. Happens. There's an actual like if someone's just tuning in, they might even try and put two and two together and be like, those sons of bitches are trying to do a topic off of what happened. You know what I mean? Some people like one guy even wrote us. He goes in lieu of what like, is this really the right topic to do? And I'm like, dude, do you really think we planned a topic? No, you know, a, nobody would do that. Right. Dude, I, mean, I remember years ago when I started in radio, there was a billboard. Uh, in Baltimore, and this was only like a year after 9-11, yeah. and some guy called in and goes, this plumbing company is insane. They have a billboard that says they're the 9-11 of plumbing, and it's like, I can guarantee you they're saying they're the emergency plumbers 911. Like, Right. Yeah, like obviously you guys would never plan a topic around a tragedy no. where somebody were, were yet more gun violence claims lives. Like I'll never forget when, we, when 9-11 happened that we were in the middle of going into a break, and I believe... I, my memory's fuzzy on this again. Maybe I should keep a journal going back to our earlier yeah, discussion. Um, but we, the first song either we played or dropped, I think we played it because at the time we didn't know what the hell was going on, was Lenny Kravitz's Fly Away. And it's like, what is the... Dude, to this day, I tell people on our show, I go through our music every morning and I always make sure that Nirvana's either Rape Me or Polly is not the first song that is played when we finish doing a talk segment because there's been a few instances where like some kind of conversation happened about, you know, sexual abuse or rape or whatever. And that's the first song scheduled. And it's like, if you're not paying attention to it, cause these things are scheduled for us ahead of time. Right. All of a sudden you're like, blah, 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 blah. Bill Cosby's in the news. Here's Nirvana's rape me. And you're like, God, we sound like asses. Yeah, I've done it it. on the men's room. Yeah. Not even thinking about it, like a tool song. And we were talking about a uh, tsunami and then, right, the first song is like, what's it like? Let them swim. Let them swim. Yep. Yeah, and it's and people are like, oh man, that's sick. And it's like, dude, trust me, I did not plan that. Right? Why would we? Yeah. Like we're not that. Like you know, we 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 question how good of people we are, but we're not bad people. You know, yeah, I mean, we're not the devil. Like I remember one story, man. It was one time. It was uh, in the news. It was a local story of a guy who killed his wife and then I think killed himself. And the first song that we played was Jimi Hendrix's. Hey, Joe. Jesus. And it's like, you got, like, and the texts are flying. How could you guys do this? And I'm, like, trying to write everybody back, but I can't keep up. I'm like, you, come on, guys. Like, we're not we're not looking at the song sheet. Like, it's just, that's not. Yeah, we're not fun. evil. Right, right. It's not like, hey, hurry up and get that Hey, Joe song. It'll tie in perfectly to this tragedy of a story that we're talking about. Yeah. Things are weird, man. It's weird when those kind of things happen. But yeah, it's been a weird mega cast. Yeah, it has. And then I feel bad as it's like, oh, it's a super serious, heavy mega cast. And I'm like, oh, and I'm gone for two weeks. So we're off. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the last thing you get from us. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's going to be the last oh, thing you no. get from me ever, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was? No, no. <laughs> Do we even do push-ups right now? We have to. We have to. We okay. have to end it the same official way. Let's do it the one way. last time, Steve. <laughs> I feel like this song isn't the right song. That we need something like oh. "Wind Beneath My Wings" or something, or, or "We Will Rain." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well we appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys realize that this is just us being us, man. Yeah, but- right. And I just 
I just, I just, I don't know. After that last segment, I was like, let's just talk and be real with people. Right. Cause I mean, I had all these stories like uh, a girl suing a porn company because she unknowingly gave her brother a certain sexual act through a, a glory yeah. hole. We talked like, about that yesterday. Okay. Clearly false. It has to be. Yeah, 100%. It has to be. Uh, the the guy, details are just ridiculous. That right. she's suing him for $3 million and a Corvette. And the brother's response to it all oh, is ridiculous. Right. Right. I'd do her if I was, as long as I could wear a blindfold. It's not a big deal. At the end of the day, a cat is a cat. Yeah. The person who tipped bad. The secrets to getting laid in under 10 text messages. I mean, these are all going to... Mike Epps got in trouble by flirting on Twitter by his wife. Yeah, I mean, it just didn't feel right to do this. Look, when stories. we come back in two weeks, we're going to talk some Burning Man, but not yes. too much because I don't want to annoy people when everybody says they get annoyed by burners. And then number two <laughs> is... that guy. What is so wrong with asking a girl to watch Netflix and chill? I can't believe that's like a whole internet thing now. Like, you can't do that. Like, what? asking a girl over to chill has been a great line for generations. Yes. Yeah. You can't do that anymore? Apparently not. Oh, and it's like, look, I could straight up say, do you want to come over and have sex and then maybe eat some pizza? Right. But there, there's social there's social things to go on. You those, just don't do it. But those days are gone, man. Girls want it straightforward. They just want to know you want to bone. That way they know where they stand and they come over and bone. Yeah. The only thing boneless will be the chicken wings, girl. That's right. You don't want to get your hand sticky. At least from the wings. All right. That's about all we got, man. Yeah. That's it. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening. Follow us on uh, Twitter at the Megacast. We are the kings of podcasting. Oh, yeah. Maybe not today, but forever. It's still a solid podcast. It's a little more serious. We got real. Yeah. And that's okay. All right. Let's get 10. Mega family, I will see you later. See you on the other side. Good luck to you. You'll be on the blazing station.